Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Love More, Live Bless podcast. I am your host, Crystal Mendez, and this is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for a new episode every Friday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. So a little fact, today's actually Wednesday, and this is going to go live today, but usually, yes, the episodes go live on Fridays. So let's just get to it. Today, we're talking about self-care activities and self-care activities that you can try today. I feel like self-care doesn't have to be complicated or costly, and today we're talking about uh, self-care activities that you can do from home that don't really cost a lot. So let's go ahead. So I know that a global pandemic is going on and there's so limited places for us to go for entertainment and being with the kids 24-7, we need that self-care, right? The days at home are starting to feel the same, almost like we're living in a Groundhog Day year. Do you remember that movie, Groundhog Day? Anyway, so if you don't remember that movie, it's a movie about um, a guy who gets stuck in the same day over and over and over again until he finally makes different choices um, to get out of that. Anyway, so instead of letting the stress continue to build, I want to encourage you to take some time for yourself. And that is why I'm talking about self-care activities that you can do from home. First of all, let's get started with the main question that I get is what exactly is self-care? They, you know, some people think that self-care is about being selfish or, you know, self-care isn't really real or moms don't have time for self-care. And I want to say those are all BS, right? Because self-care is about taking care of our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. It can be as simple as spending time in a hot bath and as extravagant as booking a day at the spa. Self-care is personal, and it's all about how you want to feel. So for example, I book services at my spa once a month, and I go in feeling stressed or agitated and leave after a massage or facial feeling refreshed. I love the freedom and the experience at the spa. No one wants anything from me. It's quiet. It's peaceful. It's almost like a mini vacation, right? So, side note, my spa recently reopened after being closed for part of the year. And I went, and they are doing a different thing. So I go to the Hiatus Spa at the Pearl in San Antonio. It's beautiful. I've been a member for over a year now, and I really enjoy going there. I was um, hesitant about going out during a pandemic, but after I read what they were doing with their, uh, I guess, you know, policies and making sure everybody is safe, uh, I felt a little bit better. So they'll check your temperature before you go in. Um, They're limiting the amount of people that can be there. You really can't sit in the relaxation room unless you have, you know, more than one uh, service, you know, back to back that same day. And so I feel, I I still feel safe and I I probably will continue using my local spa as a way to um, get my self-care in. So it's really important to me to get that self-care in. But if you don't feel comfortable going out and there's so many of us that don't, that's okay too. And we'll still figure out things that you can do um, so that you still get that restoring self-care, but you don't have to leave your house. So It's all about your personal preference and doing what feels right to you. And I'm going to break down the self-care activities into three categories for the body, 
for the mind and for the soul. So we're going to get started. Self-care activities for the body. Obviously, we know our bodies are so important, and yet we do things like not drink enough water, not get enough sleep, overeat unhealthy foods, not go to the bathroom when we feel the urge right away, right? How many of us are like dancing in our pants trying to run to the bathroom because we held it too long? Like, that's not good, and I just did it too, so I'm not being judgy. We all do it. Okay, so here are a few ideas to help you get started with self-care ideas for your body. You can ride your bike at sunrise or sunset. We bought bikes, uh, new bikes this year, and that has been such a wonderful way to get outside and enjoy the air while, you know, enjoy the summer while being, um, I guess, six feet away from everyone else, right? Because we're sipping through the neighborhoods. Um, Walk around your neighborhood without a phone. Just notice things, you know, walk around and, and look and listen and feel and, you know, notice things in your neighborhood and use that time just kind of to restore and reflect on your day. Uh, you can walk on the treadmill. My One of my favorite things is walking on the treadmill, walking um, at a pace lower than 3.0 miles per hour so that I can pop prop my iPad up or have my phone with me and read a book while I am walking or, you know, try to get some work done or get some Pinterest pins going and kind of boost my creativity as I'm walking. And that makes me feel more productive. And I count that as a self-care activity for my body because I am still moving my body, right? exercising at home. You can look up videos on YouTube. You can get one of those leg bands. I have a Ado band and I do, um, you know, my leg days with, with my band. It's awesome. You can look up, you know, dance videos. You can look up Zumba videos. I mean, there's just limitless opportunities to work out at home. Even if you don't have, you know, weights or mats or anything like that, there's, there's something for everyone. So you just got to look. Um, a really simple self-care activity for the body is drink more water every day. Make sure that you have a water bottle with you and that you're constantly refilling it so that you get the right amount of hydration that you need every single day. Um, and then make green smoothies one time per day. I'm going to be totally honest. I absolutely love green smoothies and I'll share my easy recipe with you next. But these last couple weeks, I have just been, felt so off. I haven't really wanted to cook. Um, my house, you know, is desperate need of a deep cleaning. I feel kind of blah. And since I last recorded back in June, um, my mental health has greatly improved. And thank you for everybody that reached out to me um, about that and about that last episode. But I still haven't gotten into making my green smoothies every single day. And the worst part is, is that I buy the ingredients, you know, every single week and I'm letting them go bad. I know that's so terrible. So I I really just want to get a kick in the butt and start with my green smoothies. This is a super simple, um, recipe. So I take a head of romaine lettuce. So one thing of romaine lettuce, chop off the bottom, rinse it off, and then put it in the blender. You can add in a handful of mixed greens or just keep it with the lettuce. Fill it up with some water and blend all that lettuce and the mixed greens, if you added them, together until, you know, they're they're liquidy. Then you can add in one frozen banana and um, another fruit. So you can either add a frozen cup of strawberries or blueberries. And then you can add flaxseed, optional, but blend that all together with a little bit more water. And that is a great green smoothie 
super simple to make. If you like it sweeter, you can even add juice in there, like an apple juice or something, and it shouldn't be that bad, but it'll, it'll get you started on drinking green smoothie, and eventually you'll be able to cut back on how much juice you add. It's a really good idea. All right, so you can paint your nails as another way to do self-care for your body. I, um, I love doing my nails, and I, I'm going to link the my favorite nail polish in the blog post that I'm going to link this into so you'll see it. You can do um, an exfoliation on your skin. You can run a bubble bath and soak your body and just sit in there with a book or your phone or whatever you want to do. You can try a new hairstyle, okay? I learned how to cut my own hair during this quarantine, and I don't think I'll ever go back to the salon to get my hair cut because I can do it myself now, and I like how it looks. You can put on makeup and get fully dressed for the day. That's a great way just to take care of yourself and be ready to have a great day. You can hug your family members. You can nap during the day, and you can nourish your body with healthy foods. So those are all of the ideas that I have for self-care activities for your body. Up next is self-care activities for the mind and self-care activities for the soul as soon as I get back from this really quick break. All right, I am back and we're getting on to the next part, which is self-care activities for the mind. So when it comes to self-care for the mind, I really love learning new things from courses or reading books. And I had subscribed to Skillshare at the beginning of the year. And this Skillshare is a website where there is a variety of classes that you can do at a self-pace. So I've learned how to improve my photography, edit pictures better, bake sourdough bread. There's classes covering investing, ballet dancing, social media, media, social media, illustration and coding. You know, there's just so much in there. So if you're like me and you love learning new things, you might want to check out Skillshare and um, you can get two months for free if you use my referral link, which I will put in the show notes for you. So If you want to do self-care activities for your mind, you might want to try taking a new course. You might want to um, read a book. Right now, our libraries are closed. So we, um, I buy books on Kindle or Amazon, put them on my Kindle, or you can even use the Libby app and connect your library card to the Libby app, and then you can download digital books from your own library, borrow them, right? You can put a puzzle together. It's a great self-care activity for the mind. You can try a new word search or Sudoku, and I see those kinds of books all the time at the Dollar Tree, so you can have really good luck finding them there. You can write a poem, a short story, or a personal essay. And Actually, on Skillshare, there's a wonderful class of wonderful classes, so many uh, teachers that can help you write personal essays. You can declutter your workspace. I did that today and it was really, really helpful for self-care for my mind. I feel like when I am cluttered in my bedroom or my home or my desk, I can't think right and I hate the feeling that brings. Another activity you can do for your mind is unplugging from social media for half the day. So I have two phones and one of the phones is just on Wi-Fi, which is my iPhone. doesn't work if I'm not on Wi-Fi. And the other phone is the phone that, you know, I take with me everywhere. I can make phone calls with it. It doesn't have to be on Wi-Fi. So that phone doesn't have 
social media on it besides Instagram. I don't have Pinterest on there. I don't have Facebook on there. I don't have Twitter on there because I want to limit how much social media I'm consuming consuming every single day. And I find that if my other phone's dead or I don't have it with me or if it doesn't work when it's not on Wi-Fi, I'm less likely to try to be on social media. And also I hate the way that Instagram shows up on this phone. So I rarely want to use this phone for social media. So can try doing that if you have several phones or, you know, just taking them off of your screen if you have a problem with social media and just using a computer or tablet, you know, when it's designated time to use that social media or just completely unplug, you know, take, tell your family and friends you're going to have a day where you're just not going to be available via phone. Everything will be fine, I promise. You can also try taking a walk near water or a natural area around your home. You can sit and listen to relaxing music, and you can try focusing on only three major to-dos each day. So this was a big problem for me because the way that my mind works is I have to be productive. I have to be productive every day. I can't, I rarely can just sit down and watch a show or hang out. Because I think, well, I could be doing this right now or I could be doing that. And honestly, that is not a healthy attitude. You know, you have to have time to relax, right? And by me switching my focus on just three major things to do every single day, um, I really don't feel like a failure anymore because at the end of the other days when I had, you know, a million things on my list and I didn't get through them because it's impossible pretty much, right? Because we just put so much on our plates or things pop up when you have kids and you, you know, get off schedule and then you beat yourself up about it. Like that's not okay. So when I focus on three things that I want to get done that day and I can just get those out of the way, I feel like, wow, you know, I don't have to be productive every single day from to feel um, a good self-worth, right? I can get these three things done and I can just go on about my day. If I have time to do other things, I can do other things, but I'm not going to let those things on my to-do list dictate how I feel about myself and my self-worth, right? So that's something that I am changing on my own. Another thing you can do is do a brain dump. Get everything out of your head, Get a sheet of paper or your, you know, GoodNotes um, notebook. So I use GoodNotes on my iPad for planning now. Absolutely love it and recommend it. So easy to be paperless and, you know, keep a journal, keep a planner, keep a running list, keep a grocery list, everything right through my my iPad on, on GoodNotes. And it's nice to have everything in one place and I don't have to go searching for a million different sheets of paper where I wrote everything down. So one of the things on my planner is a brain dump. I get everything out of my head that needs to get done for that week and then I can lump it into, you know, the three major things every single day that I need to get done done. And then I have a clear picture of my whole entire week and a lot less stress because there's not a million things going on in my head like, you know, blog work or meetings at my day job or the kids have dentist appointments or doctor appointments or the dogs have to go to the vet. There's just a million things in the brain of a mom, right? (laughs) We have so many people to take care of other than just ourselves. So doing a brain dump helps you just empty everything out of your head so that you can 
organize all of those thoughts and put them into your planner, onto your to-do list. And then you can, you know, rest easy at night that you are going to remember everything that needs to be done. You can also try writing out positive affirmations. So one of my favorite affirmations is every day in every way I am getting better and better. And I have it on a little sticky note on my desktop for work. And so then when I log into work every day, I can see that little message and I can start saying it to myself throughout my work day. And then even when I start, you know, kind of thinking negative thoughts or feel weird about myself or feel bad, I can start to remember that every day in every way I get better and better. And it helps me. It really does help me pull out of a negative um, situation or, you know, mental space. Uh, you can also create a vision board. So I do have a blog post on vision boards. You can search at lovemorelivebless.com. Um, I can also put out a link in the show notes for the vision board. It's a really fun, um, fun way to kind of put your goals as magazine cutouts and as a picture so you can see it and start to make it a clear picture in your head of what you want. Um, if you're comfortable, you can go out to a coffee shop or a restaurant alone. It even counts. I've done it where I've left the house and gotten drive through food and parked and ate by myself and just listened to NPR. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm alone. Nobody needs me. Nobody wants me. It's just me. And it's kind of just taking that break, that mental break from everything, which is really, really nice. Um, there is a coffee shop open down my down the road from my house, and I actually do enjoy going there. You do have to wear your mask when you order, and then you can sit down at a table six feet away from people and drink your coffee and, you know, get on your computer or read a book and that. I've done that a couple times, and that's really helped me um, feel better with everything that's going on right now. All right, so let's move on. We're going to go to self-care activities for the soul. So here they are. You can quit, quit negative self-talk. When I find myself thinking about something negative or a situation that happened in the past that I'm still holding against myself, I stop myself and I say out loud, I'm right here. Those three words, I'm right here, prompt me to realize that I'm not in the past or I'm not part of that negative self-talk that's, you know, BS going on in my head. I'm right here in this present moment. And that those three words help me focus on this present moment because continuing to dwell on the negative things that happened in the past that, you know, I'm just, that keep popping up in my head that is not getting me anywhere, right? Or if I start to think of, you know, when anxiety kicks in and you start to think of something that's coming up that you don't want to do or, you know, event you don't want to go to or, you know, family you don't want to be around, whatever it might be, and you start thinking of all the bad things that could happen or how you would respond, you know, to the snooty person, whatever it might be, stop yourself and say, I'm right here because you're not in that future, where you think all these bad things are going to happen and you're not in the past where, you know, you can't change that past, right? That already happened, but you're right here in this present moment and you can redirect yourself from, you know, thinking about things that are going to cause you anxiety and thinking about things that are going to cause you kind of shame if you feel shameful or upset about something that happened in the past, you know, you need to focus on the present moment because focusing on those things will never help you ever, 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 ever. So, Try to say, I'm right here and redirect yourself. You can also read a book about spirituality. You can read the Bible. You can read books on the laws of attraction and positive thinking. You can meditate. 
You can just sit and take deep breaths when you're feeling stress. That that kind of helps me. If it gets too far, then I, the deep breaths aren't going to help. But if I can catch, you know, when I'm starting to feel stressed, if I can catch it earlier, that does help. You can give others the benefit of the doubt. Doesn't seem like it would be a self-care activity for the soul, right? But it actually is. When you don't try to like you know, attack another person's character or talk about what they look like or, you know, if you just give everybody the benefit of the doubt that they're doing the best they can with what they have, then you will feel better about the situations that you're in. So uh, you can treat yourself like you're your own best friend, right? And this is where that negative self-talk comes in. If you catch yourself and you say right here, you can say, wow, would I say that to my best friend? Would I let her think that about herself? And chances are you're going to say no. And you're going to realize that you can treat yourself like you're your own best friend. And you don't have to talk yourself, talk to yourself in those negative ways. Um, you can schedule a few days each month for rest and fun only. So I'm trying to do Saturdays where I am, you know, having a fun morning or a whole fun day without doing any kind of work. I haven't been able to do a whole day so far, but I am working towards having a whole, you know, weekend day to myself without having to do any work, just fun and rest. You can watch a sunset or a sunrise. You can sing your favorite songs and you can garden. So here's a question I got in the past. Can you do self-care while social distancing? Yes, <laughs> I do think self-care activities can be done while social distancing. You can ride a bike or walk along a public trail and that's considered generally safe. Um, and I talked about how my local spa has taken measures like decreasing the amount of people in the building, checking temperatures, requiring masks at all times. And those things did make me feel better about going back to the spa. Um, if you if you feel safe going out in public spaces for self-care, you could do haircuts, um, getting nails done. I mean, go for it. Wear your mask. And if you don't feel comfortable, that's okay. There's still plenty of things that you can do from home. So right now I do have a copy of the self-care guide for busy moms and I can send it right to your inbox. So I will put a note or yes, I will put a link in there for the self-care guide. You can read it in five minutes and you can start making changes to your life today so that you can add some self-care. So if you're there thinking, Crystal, I really need some self-care. My kids are driving me nuts. My husband's driving me nuts. I, you know, it's almost back to school or some of you guys are already back to school. I don't think that I'm going to have time. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, we can find time for you. So so go ahead and download that guide. And if you have any questions, you can email me, crystal at lovemorelivebless.com or send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is lovemore underscore liveblessed. That's all for today. I will be back next week with another episode. You guys have a wonderful day.